0: Welcome to the Pad the Stats Podcast, your destination for everything fantasy football and where fantasy title hopes come true. And
1: now, your host, James Swanson. Well, everybody, we have real football for the first time in 2018 tonight. We're so excited to get it started and even more excited that Pat Cotter is finally in the same room with me to do a live podcast together. Uh, Hi, Pat. How was your trip today from Missouri?
0: No, oh, I, I drove through a lot of rains. That we actually might get get to here. I feel like there's going to be a lot of rain hitting the uh, hitting the East Coast that I just drove through. But man, does it feel good to be back! You know, like just finished up my veterinary school. and Now coming to to uh, Pittsburgh actually to uh, work. So
1: yep. I'm pretty pumped about it. Well, I'm happy to have you here too, and now we can do podcasts in the same room uh, quite you know quite a bit more often, which is going to be really nice. Yeah. So. Uh, Tonight, our little setup we got going here is I have a mic in front of between me and Pat. So we're going to make this work for tonight. If we sound a little bit different than normal, that's why. Um, But Pat mentioned the weather that's moving in through the Northeast, and that's going to affect one game in particular, uh, Steelers-Browns. We'll talk about that a lot. They're supposed to get a lot of rain in Cleveland this weekend on Sunday for that 1 o'clock game. Uh, A lot of, of options in both of those passing games. That could be affected there. Just something to think about when you're setting your lineups. But the big news today, we will start off with it. Uh really earlier this week is Le'Veon Bell. And who knows what to think with Le'Veon Bell at this point? His offensive linemen are fed up with him. Um he hasn't shown up yet, obviously, and we don't know when he's going to show up. We do know that he has to show up, I believe it's by week 10, to be eligible for free agency next season. So there's a very, you know, he's going to show up by then unless something crazy happens like they bring him in, he signs the tender, and then they trade him. Or if he, again, just decides to show up here soon. It doesn't sound like it. Um, So, Pat, James Conner, currently owned in 53% of Yahoo leagues. Everybody, or at least if your roster... If you can manage it, unless you're really loaded, you should probably be going and picking up James Conner, especially the Bell owners.
0: I honestly think he should should be picked up. There's almost no team that should not try to pick up this guy. He could be a top—honestly, there's a lot of guys I'd start him over this week. I'd start him over guys like Jay Ajayi over really a lot of running backs. He'd probably be—I haven't yet to rank anybody, but he'd probably end up being my top 15 running backs this week. He's a guy that I'm like, you, you, you can't start him over one of your running backs that you started out with two running backs early. You could probably put him in your flex, and he's going to be a solid option. And if anything, to prevent the other guys from getting him because he's going to be a solid start this week.
1: Yeah. I actually was unable to pick him up in some of my leagues, particularly in my 10-team leagues where I felt I just had a really good roster. Um, now, somebody like Jordan Wilkins, would you pick up Connor over Wilkins for the long term?
0: I mean, with Connor, he offers you a, a lot of upside. You mm-hmm. we don't know how long Le'Veon's going to stay out. I am the more and more I think about it, the man, this guy is. He let's be honest, he's not smart. He turned down a lot of money to to uh, be here, or not like to uh, get out of Pittsburgh. He's, I don't I don't think he's making the right tier, uh, career choices here.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's one, that's one side. he could sit out of it. ten games. That's I one really side do of it. think he could sit out ten. He games. could sit out. He could sit out, and it, it actually so it would be. Um, I think the Steelers have a week seven bye, so it would be nine games total mm-hmm. uh, that he could sit out and still be eligible for free agency next year. Um, now, when we talking about when we talk about some of. Uh, some of the more popular pickups lately like Matt Breida is James Connor somebody that you would rather have over over Matt Breida at this time uh, another name maybe an Adrian Peterson
0: I honestly think I would I mean it, to okay. me like if I can get him off the waiver I would drop a guy like Peterson for him Breida for him especially if you're going like and uh, do you know half point or, mm-hmm. or non-PPR standard so called standard uh, yeah yeah I this guy he's gonna get a lot of carries and if especially yeah. if it rains this weekend he's just gonna be it's just gonna be slop and it's gonna be man versus man on the line Connors he's a bruiser dude he can run over people and he's he's shifty for how he's two hundred uh, he and thirty pounds and he's
1: a he's
0: a big dude he honestly he has a lot of like I'm not saying he's Bell here but he does a lot of things like Bell he's not very fast he but he makes big plays he just like it surprises you with how big a plays this guy makes for how athletic he looks I don't know.
1: Yeah, uh, I was I was surprised to see uh, two, uh, well, it would have been a few years ago, I think it was his sophomore year, before he had cancer at Pitt. He had like 28 touchdowns, yeah, rushing dude, touchdowns. He just makes plays. He, yeah. Again,
0: a, probably even a guy like Bell, where he doesn't, he might even have like some, I mean, back in college he was having big plays, but he has that thing where he doesn't get like, you know, a, all those 40, 50 yard runs, but he'll get you 20s every one, like
1: yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah, he seems to. When you put on the college tape, he seems to just have that playmaking gene. You know oh, what I mean? He has oh yeah, kind of has, has, has it in it. him. I'm look. I've been the kind of guy. I wasn't real high on James Conner before. I'm starting to come around, and I've heard of how hard he's worked. Yeah, he's really and improved over the uh, over the off season, man. He looks a lot better than he did last year. I'm looking forward to him getting his opportunity. Just oh. give him a shot. Uh, we, we can see what he can do. Just a little bit more background on Connor, 6'1, 230 pounds. He did have just 32 carries for 144 yards last year. But again, he's reportedly looked very good this offseason and the linemen have, have spoken very highly of him. The coaching staff has spoken very highly of him. So we'll see what he can do. Um Okay, let's before we get into the rest of the league news and notes, I wanted to do a draft season recap. Really quickly here, just take a couple minutes, Pat and I will go through some guys that we found that we drafted or targeted very heavily, Um, just some of our feedback and and what we found from the draft and and, um, not so much about an evaluation of our own, you know, going through all of our teams, but just a a broad overview um, now that draft season is pretty much officially behind us. So Pat, I'll start with you. Just give me uh, maybe a handful of players who you've targeted heavily in your drafts and you've, uh, you've gotten.
0: Yeah, the guys that I've ended up getting, you know, what really surprised me is this never really a strategy I've ever taken, but I felt like some of the top QBs in the drafts I were in were really falling. I mean, people are really starting to put them off, and these are, these are guys that'll get you a lot of points. If you have a, like I did in our, uh, in our league, our league of record, man, I, I took uh, Kamara and TY in the first two rounds in a 14 team, and Rodgers came back to me in the third and I'm like this guy just gives me all the stability in the world with these two risky picks so I'd loved it and I got him in two other leagues and I also got breeze in two leagues so that's something I've never done draft QBs early and I just happened to do it a lot this year yeah
1: right. I was surprised actually when you I saw a couple of your teams and you you got Rodgers. yeah I've always uh, been you, that guy that just waited take, take the last guy you get I, yeah.
0: I rode the Dalton train I rode the Watson train <laughs> I rode yeah. the Russ train back when he was he was uh you know early and people were doubting him but now, I, right now, it just they've started to fall in leagues. Even yep. some of the leagues, I would not expect it, and uh, I was scooping them up.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, you saw my draft from last night when I got Breeze in the ninth round. I love that. Uh, that's crazy. He,
0: I, like, I don't see why people are like waiting so long. These two guys are guys yeah. that get you a lot of points if you can get the top quarterback. And right. I I do love there's always a quarterback that comes out of that, comes out of the, the muck every year. But if I can guarantee myself I'm going to get that guy, Rodgers, it's almost guaranteed playoffs.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 nice to uh, when you get to the eighth and ninth rounds and you still see some of those guys there. I'm I'm always willing to jump on them there. When it gets to the tenth and the eleventh round, I am all over those guys, uh, even Big Ben and Rivers at, in that range. But enough with that talk. We know the draft season is kind of over, but um, but yeah. So it's just some of the guys that I found, you know, myself really gravitating towards, and and again, these were. Guys uh, that were going late, uh, a couple of the Jacksonville receivers were guys that I was getting. Austin Eckler was somebody that I think has a very good chance if Melvin Gordon were to miss any time this season to step in and do have a big role, especially in the passing game, where we've seen the Chargers use, utilize that kind of running back, that kind of guy with that kind of skill set before. Um, but yeah, I found myself getting Andrew Luck a lot. Uh, I found myself getting um a couple shares of alan robinson which i was not that high on yeah, alan bro, robinson I, don't have him I anywhere but I, I found it where i was on that turn pick and i kept getting alan robinson at like 4.12 and I, mm-hmm. I would take him um but yeah so you, you always kind of gravitate towards certain guys uh but but i think that the the, the long, you know long story short here don't also get glued to those guys throughout the season one but two if if i'm giving my little two cents of advice here is you know don't get glued to guys but also be patient in spots we saw it with Alvin Kamara last year okay you just had to be kind of patient with him oh yeah if you didn't pick him up but there were some people even taking a late round flyer on Alvin Kamara that and then Finally, he broke out in week like four or five.
0: I mean, I, I I even traded him. I honestly made one of the worst trades you'll ever hear in last year. It was Alvin Kamara and Devin Funchess for Amari Cooper. <laughs> and I, I, I traded for Amari Cooper, even though I had a really good wide receiving core, and he shit the bed the next week. So I go, I ain't touching. I ain't touch playing. And then that, and then the week after is when he had that huge like. 30 40 point game that just yep. and I, he's that sitting on my year. bench and i've lost that week i'm like yep yep yeah, man just ruined me just <laughs> i was so mad after that going back back forth between him and demarius thomas it was
1: so did was you uh,
0: but i won that league the guy that i traded those two those guys wanted a tear to finish and just miss playoffs and then i won the league
1: nice nice did you hold a grudge against cooper this year Oh, the, or no. did you draft I mean, him in, in some stuff I actually didn't get him anywhere.
0: No. I mean, his guy I wasn't didn't hate this year. He mm-hmm. he could bounce back, but uh, there are definitely more guaranteed guys than him that I went after.
1: Yeah. Um but yeah, so again, just back to those uh two little bits of, you know, kind of advice there is is, is be patient, don't panic after 3 weeks when a guy that you drafted in the 5th or the 6th round isn't doing anything like a Corey Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like a Michael Crabtree in a new offense. Like these are guys that can come around after yep. a little bit. So, so especially at the running back position, I think one player who fits that mold perfectly is carry Johnson. Okay. He might find himself in a pretty crappy committee to start the season. Uh, but if he yep. can work his way out of that and the lions coaching staff has already said, they're going to let him carve out his own role. So if he is successful with his early carries in the first few weeks, I think you're going to see Carryon Johnson's role expand and I think you sh- that's a player that you can be patient with. Um I agree.
0: I agree. I think you I mean I would definitely keep an eye on him. If you can watch yep. game film on this guy, try to watch his runs and see if he looks good and or if how the other Lions running backs look. I mean, if you yep. don't just hold on to him if he's not getting any touches and no snaps. But so if he's getting touches every once in a while and looks do good what he's doing then yep. I mean, he'd be a guy to definitely I mean, I wouldn't drop him in the first 2 weeks
1: get right. nfl game rewind yeah, and do the condensed it, yeah. version they're not our well, i don't have any sponsors and they're not one but uh <laughs> if they're it's awesome I you can watch a game in 30 minutes and just kind of chop it up and watch uh you know certain players their specific highlights and stuff it's really cool all right let's get into the rest of the league news and notes uh Speaking of carry on Johnson, I just had mentioned it that that Jim Bob Cooter said he's going to let his role kind of develop and define itself based on, you know, his early season play. Uh, Pat, is there any interest in starting Johnson versus the Jets on? I uh, I think that's the, I don't think the I Monday night game.
0: Unless I yep. I mean I don't think you really have to. I would keep this guy on your bench cuz you don't know what he's going to be like what his role's going to be like. I would rather start a guy like Brita. I'd rather start So you would rather start rather start Morris. I'd rather start I'd much rather start Connor.
1: Brita at Minnesota? I'd, yeah. Okay. I don't I mean
0: we don't know what carry-on Johnson's role's going to be. Yeah. I mean, he could not get any carries and and just be way behind all the rest of them. Well, especially I think with he's... Matt coming in here, he might He's started practicing today, but uh he probably won't play, but he's yeah. coming back, so I don't know I don't think I'd start him there's he would I would you know in a bind I would do it. I just wouldn't feel good about it,
1: yeah, I think he's going to get some carries. I just don't know if it's going to be five or nine or exactly. eleven exactly We don't know what it's going to be uh so probably stay away from carry on Johnson this week, even though it looks like a good matchup against New York um Pat. Random question is the Detroit backfield the most confusing running back committee in the league right now? Ooh, the Colts okay. are another one that come to mind i
0: mean there's to me
1: there's a lot of question
0: marks, but because the like, Colts is too, I feel like though. Um, I even said earlier, Mac, Marlon coming. He's not even playing place for the the. Uh, the Colts I was like, outs, oh, he got traded
1: to the Lions. Yeah. Uh, now yeah. it's really confusing. Yeah, I mean, they've been looking at him. You this
0: insider info. He's coming. He's going over. He's moving over to the Lions. Yeah.
1: But, um, the the coaches I feel like Wilkins
0: early. Wilkins kind of has a hold of that right now, just because Mac is out of there. But yeah, well, he, Kristen,
1: Kristen, Michael is a weird oh, one too christian he, michael yeah i know but he's gonna get carries yeah he's not gonna look good with and him. wait till he Rob has never had and then robert turbin comes yeah. back after a four-game suspension
0: yeah uh, but hopefully by then wilkins can show himself he at least has the start label on him you know what i'm yeah. saying
1: with a i still think that's gonna be max job as long as he's healthy i like 15 touches, like max i don't i know Mac. you don't but i don't know why because when he comes back he's going to have 15 touches a game.
0: Uh, I don't know. At, At least
1: 15. I don't know, man. He's like, good for 12. I think he's good for 12 carries with... and 4 catches a game. I, I can guarantee I that. It.
0: I I mean, he's not a, he's not a bad guy to roster. If he's out there, yeah. pick him up because he could definitely do it. I just believe in carry on over him and to me Theo Riddick's going to be have his role no matter what.
1: So, yeah. well, speaking of Marlon Mack, he did practice today with the hamstring injury, but it doesn't look like he's going to play. Still a long shot to play this week uh so pat is there any interest in starting jordan wilkins versus the Bengals on sunday
0: i think it's i mean it's a good flex start if you uh, there's i mean there's he's like, maybe in a 14 side. team yeah, league especially i probably saw my not one buddy picked him up he's got like he drafted the all ir team and then it also uh, he's got mark uh, ingram yeah, Le'Veon yeah. bell or what <laughs> no he's got mark ingram he has alshon jeffrey carson wentz and that's our three bench spots in that league Okay, and then he also yep. drafted Julian Edelman and um, uh, what's his name? He tore his, he just tore his ACL. Uh, oh,
1: McKinnon. Yeah, he he do this team done for. so. Yes, yeah. he he has to start somebody yeah. like Jordan Wilkins yeah. Week One. Yeah, that's tough.
0: Okay, uh, but keep... that's a good pickup. I think he has could have a,
1: a good amount of cut touches well, that week, and he has the chance to especially right. And we said he has the chance to kind of solidify early on. He's going to give that get be given that opportunity yeah, exactly. Doug Peterson says Alshon Jeffrey is still week-to-week. I think he's going to miss probably two to three games uh, is what you can probably expect right now. J.J. will play tonight. Um, yeah, Watch. by the way, we are, we're we're recording this podcast on Thursday after late afternoon. It's almost 6.30 here on the East Coast. I'm going to call it he's going to get a
0: touchdown tonight. A he's going to have a rushing touchdown tonight. I'm thinking okay. he's going to be their goal line back, and that team is going to he be in the red be. zone a lot. He should be. I so don't think that that's is why at all. he is one of my. I never, never got to do my my guys episode. He is right. one of my guys. That has been yeah. a guy I've been on the drums for all all summer, just because I see a lot of potential in a man. He's going to get the goal line work, and if he gets can get some of the most of the in the twenties work too, he could have a, a good season, a strong season.
1: Yeah, I can't get on the train, but. I understand where you're coming from when you say that because he should have a decent opportunity in a really good offense.
0: That's exactly it. I just don't and, think that's where talented. he was going. I thought he, <laughs> I mean, he's not the most talented guy in the world, but he's a he's a straight. He can get a lot of speed. He can get a lot of speed going up, and he also is a he's a bruising back. He'll run over guys, and yeah, if he can do that behind that amazing offensive line, build up ahead of steam, and just plow through guys, he'll get you know six seven
1: yards a, a touch. Yeah, hopefully he can stay healthy is the biggest thing. That but is, the, but the workload key. should should key. definitely be there for Ajayi. Um, let's look at some depth chart news. Bucks listed either Chris Godwin or Deshaun Jackson as the starter opposite Mike Evans. I think that Chris Godwin is still the per, the the receiver to own there. I don't have any interest in owning Deshaun Jackson right now. The Jaguars have listed Keelan Cole and Dante Moncrief as the projected starters. So. Pat, would you rather start uh, Chris Godwin or one of the Jags receivers at the Giants? So it's Chris Godwin at New Orleans, uh, and then the Jaguars are at the Giants. I really like Chris Godwin, dude. I think so he's you gonna... would take him over the Jags, guys? Yeah, I
0: just don't think... I know Keelan Cole's supposed to be the starter. I just don't think it's... It's he's gonna he's guaranteed a lot of work. I don't, I yeah. like honestly Dede Westbrook still, more. Yep, yep. I still lean towards him. I think he's better even though Keelan Cole got the start. But he should get a lot of slot work. And they and run it. a lot of three wide sets. Honestly, yeah. they won, ran one of the highest percentage of them in the league in last year. So they, I feel like they could easily get a lot of work. Even if Dede's running in the slot, he's gonna get be on the field quite a bit. So. Yeah,
1: I think I picked up Westbrook and Cole a lot. Both, mm. both of them. And uh, I like how them good is
0: Bortles anyway? He's not that good. Maybe he's developed into something that he's right, like, but okay, he still I know to... not how to, to turn over the ball anymore, but he's yeah. still not throwing the ball a ton.
1: But he still has to pass to somebody when they pass. Maybe 12 times a game if they have to. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Well, we'll see. The Jags uh, passing game in general is going to be one to monitor. Now that Marquise Lee is out, it kind of opens up things a little bit more. I mean, it throws even Dante Moncrief in the mix, but... Just look at that situation over the first few weeks of the season and try to identify, keep a close eye on it and identify which one of those wide receivers steps up because I, I think it could be a situation where it goes back and forth week to week. One week, Westbrook has a good game. One week, Moncrief has a good game. One week, Keelan Cole has a good game. But if you start to see a pattern, try to jump on one of those guys, maybe mm-hmm. they could be a good flex play for you this season.
0: Real quick, I actually have a question for you on the spot. I'm going to do this to okay, you. Okay, all right. I have a... a uh, a flex question, or right? who would you start out of these three guys? All right, so we have a guy we just talked about, Jay Ajayi, one we talked about earlier in the night, James Conner, and Corey Davis. I need to start two out of those three. So
1: Corey Davis, the Titans are at the Dolphins. Yes, they yes, they are. Okay. Um, James Connors at Cleveland. I'm still nervous about Marcus Mariota's just that passing game in general mm-hmm. and i don't know what Corey davis's role is going to be yet that sounds crazy because he was a top five pick and he should be he should be the number one target but rashard matthews looks like he's going to be back he looks i like think he, he's he's at least started practicing okay so we don't i'll have to get some more news on on rashard matthews but i you know what i, asked I almost because... want to lean james connor here yeah, I agree. And I think that's who I go
0: I think James Conner is the guy, the guy I'm for sure starting. But, but then, right. I, like I said, two out of three. We need to cut out either Ajayi or Corey Davis. I
1: think Corey Davis would be the one to cut. I think think, so? Ajayi, I think Ajayi would be the play there. Just because we know, we know those two guys, Conner and Ajayi, will probably have 15 carries each, yeah. right? I think you're right. And we don't right. know, like, is Corey Davis going to have three catches? Is he going to have eight catches? Yeah, you we, don't, we don't know how that offense is going to look we like don't, at all this We year. don't. They look he very bad last They might not, they might not even pass year. the ball at all. Right. They, they might, yeah, I, I mean, they might just turn around and or hand it off to Derrick Henry out. 24 yeah, times exactly. and throw it to Deion Lewis mm-hmm. 10 times. Delaney
0: Walker's still there, you know. They, they got, that offense is a big question mark. Yeah, and I, I like think, think
1: that Taewon Taylor is somebody you can't sleep on either. No. Uh, okay, Ronald Jones was now listed as the number three running back behind... Uh, Peyton Barper and Wiz Rogers. So somebody that I, you know, again, just I don't even know if he's worth rostering right now. Except in a, in a deep league. league, I mean, if
0: I have a if I have a like five bench spots, I'll probably put him on there. If you're going to put out a, there.
1: You're going to put a third string running back. I on mean, I think it's, this is one of the situations where you just, where you're just look, But do you think that you're just looking at it because his stock was so much higher like three weeks ago? No, I
0: don't. I'm not surprised that he's the third string running back. I think if Peyton Barber would get hurt, he would be first string. I just think Jaquiz, they put yeah. Jaquiz Rogers second because role. he's the passing down. Yeah. So I think this is kind of expected. Yeah, it, I mean, I never liked Ronald Jones, but if he's on the waiver wire and I have spots at the end of my bench, I would rather have him than
1: Austin Eckler.
0: Yeah, probably just because we could see what happens. Okay. I think Austin Eckler's a guy that
1: I disagree, but that's fair. Um, yeah, you're right. He probably would step into the number one role. It's just he looks so terrible. He does. Efficiency wise, he does look really bad. I just don't see. I don't. I don't care for Austin Eckler's upside. Talking about another sneaky maybe end-of-the-bench guy that I had looked at in the earlier parts of the summer, maybe just somebody to keep your eye on. Chad Williams, wide receiver for the Cardinals, was listed as their number two, and I had heard really good things. He was hurt last year. I think he was a third-round pick. He's the number two behind Larry Fitzgerald right now, and Christian Kirk is listed as number three, who he'll Mm -hmm. most likely play the slot. So Chad Williams is somebody to maybe keep an eye on. Uh, I think think so. He could be kind of like what... A Jermaine Curse, Quincy and Anunwa mm-hmm. kind of numbers. Uh, yeah, I maybe, agree. Maybe fifty catches, seven hundred, seven hundred mm-hmm. and fifty yards.
0: I don't think Christian Kirk poses a prop like a, a threat to him at all because he's going to play that outside role. And you know who right. plays the, the slot in in uh, Arizona? Larry Fitzgerald does. He and he, yeah. I don't see why you'd ever think about moving him out of there because he has excelled from that yeah. slot role. He's a tactician, man. He, he's been done amazing. You can't move him out of there. I don't care what you do. Maybe you can throw him outside sometimes, but you got to keep him in the slot as much as you can. Yeah. So I don't see why they change it.
1: Yeah. I mean, as of right now, I think Fitzy's the, the one play there, but uh, you know, just something to keep your eye on for the rest of that passing attack. Okay, really quickly through the rest of these notes. Devontae Parker will not play Sunday versus the Titans. Joey Bosa may not play. He's got the foot injury. Do you have him as your defensive lineman right now? You better look at that.
0: that, Three bench league, too. Yeah, you better look at that. That's one thing I hate having these high... He might not
1: play. He might, though. He might still. It's up in the air. It's going to hurt, man. Um, Jay Gruden said Jordan Reed is in great shape. He'll play week one. Cold starting left tackle. Anthony Costanzo has a hamstring. He's their best lineman. He's saying he's optimistic, though. He can play on Sunday. He didn't practice yesterday. Evan Ingram has cleared the concussion protocol. He's good to go. I already talked about Marlon Mack. Earl Thomas ended his holdout, and he reported to the Seahawks yesterday. Eric Berry did not practice on Thursday. Something to keep your eye on there, defensive-wise. We know how good he is against tight ends. Saints waived Boston Scott. And this is big. I think this is big. Hayden Hurst with a foot injury. Wait, which one? Uh, Boston
0: Scott.
1: You know they're only they only have
0: two running backs right
1: now. Right, because they waived Jonathan Williams mm-hmm. already, too. So,
0: yeah, they Mike Gillisley is the only other running back on that roster. He is not a bad pickup, honestly. No. If they who knows, maybe they decide they want somebody to spell Kamara just because they don't want to give him a lot of touches. Right. Or a goal line guy. This could be he could fill out a nice role for himself yeah. in four weeks. Somebody if could... you have a if you have a week uh, running back core, he would be a guy that you could pick up and really take a flyer on, and he yeah. could get some goal line duty.
1: Okay, something to look out for there. Uh, Hayden Hurst, dealing with that foot injury, he still remains sideline, may miss the first three or four games. The the Ravens' depth chart, quickly here, uh, is fascinating to me because they drafted Max Williams in the first or second round second round a couple years ago. He's third on the depth they chart. Took, didn't they take him in the first?
0: No, they took him the second because they jumped us they right t- over
1: top of the Steelers to take him in the second. I really, I really wanted him. The Steelers to draft him. He looks like he hasn't lived up to it. And then their fourth string is the guy that they draft in the third round this year, the mm-hmm. kid from Oklahoma. Um, shoot, his name's slipping my head, my mind right now. But oh, shoot. I'll, uh, I'll try to come back to that. But it's an interesting because they've drafted all these guys, um, and now that Hayden Hurst has sidelined. Uh, for the first three or four games. Who knows what... We've always seen Joe Flacco lean on the tight end a little bit, so that's another position just to keep an eye out with the Ravens. Um, Could be fantasy relevant at some point, possibly. Okay, let's touch on the AFC home games. It's Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, yep, from Oklahoma. So let's go to the AFC home games. We're going to break down each of the AFC home games this weekend. We have eight of them. Let's look first, Pat, at Buffalo, at Baltimore. So, the Ravens' run defense versus LaShawn McCoy. Let's talk about that first. We've talked a lot about LaShawn McCoy this offseason. Will he face a suspension? Will he not? He's going to be there week one. He's 30 years old, I believe, or he's approaching it. He might be 30 this season. Um, He's got a lot of work on the tires, but he's going to be there, and he's really the only offensive weapon that's big time in that offense right now. Looking at the Ravens' run defense, they they allowed 12 touchdowns on the ground last year. That was ninth worst. But they only allowed more than 60 receiving yards twice versus a running back group and only two receiving touchdowns for running backs all season. So they did a nice job against uh, running backs in the passing game, which we know that Shady excels there. That defense should be good. The Ravens' defense should be pretty good. So I want to ask you, Shady or Devontae Freeman tonight?
0: for oh, that's a that's a close one, honestly. I feel like these are both like uh, running backs that are good, but and uh, really going against a really hard defense. I don't see with LeSean McCoy here just because he's the only weapon there.
1: Right, Devonte the, Freeman yeah, always has Tevin Devon, Coleman looking over his Coleman, shoulder. Coleman.
0: Then I mean, they have Julio to throw to now, Calvin Ridley. I just think that they're going to have to use LeSean McCoy in some way, whether he gets like five catches for five yards that's still he like, yeah. b- bumps him up i think he could probably get a touchdown but yeah uh, they're gonna need to you they have to use him
1: so maybe the just that chance of of shady touching the ball 25 26 27 times to Devontae freeman maybe touching it 18 times yeah. would maybe just do it for you. I would agree with that. I'll take Shady. How about Joe Mixon versus Indy or Shady? Oh,
0: I would go Joe Mixon for
1: it's sure. A good that's matchup. An easy. That is an easy one for yeah. me. I think that's
0: a good matchup for him. I like
1: Joe Mixon too. How about
0: Kenyon Drake versus Tennessee? I would probably go Kenyon Drake just because I feel like him his use in the passing game would be a little bit more than those two guys. Even though Tennessee actually has a very good run defense. They're going to need to get him the ball in space.
1: I'm going to go shady here a little bit for the same reason that we talked about Freeman. I I'm, I still want to see what Kenyon Drake's role is in that offense to start the season. I don't know. I, I'm scared that they come out and hand the ball to Frank Gore 12 times.
0: That's definitely a possibility. That's a good. That's a good argument. They're both. They're all very close for me. Yeah. You might. Ju- I might honestly just lean shady here just because he's a lot better, more talented.
1: Than I'll go. I'll go mixing shady free mixing shady Freeman and then Drake.
0: Yeah, but mixing with like. 10 steps ahead.
1: <laughs> For Yes, I would agree. I'm, I'm excited about Joe Mixon. Just drafted him last night on same the 2-3 turn in a 12-team league. I think
0: we took the same two people at that 2-3 turn. T.Y.
1: T.Y. And, T.Y. and Joe Mixon. Yep, yep. So That was one of my favorite combinations there at the turn. Either that or T.Y. and Diggs was another one that I looked at a little bit. I love bit. Diggs. I
0: didn't get many shares of him at all. It made me sad. Either no. was There were either I guys couple, like T.Y. That I would take over digs there, yep. or he didn't fall to where I was at. Yeah. Sad. It makes me sad.
1: Okay. Uh, let's stick with that Buffalo at Baltimore game. How about Kelvin Benjamin or Michael Crabtree? Oh, Crabtree for sure. Okay. You think it's that I think easy he's a better decision. receiver. And But aren't they going to throw to Kelvin ten
0: times? Yeah, why not Crabtree, too? I mean, they have John Brown, but, I mean, to me, they're very similar offenses, and Crabtree's the guy there, so I would go with him, honestly. And, and Joe Flacco, isn't many of them isn't better than many quarterbacks? He's better than Nathan Peterman.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's probably. A it's fair hard point. to do if I find a, a, a quarterback worse <laughs> yeah. than Flacco, but Nate Peterman's that Nate guy. Nate Peterman is that Nate guy. Peterman's that guy. And I'm a Pit guy, so I I mean, <laughs> that makes me sad to say. All right, let's look at some daily fantasy. Are the Ravens the best defense defensive play? I think so.
0: I, I mean, sport? I don't think Peterman's going to come out and throw five picks in one half like he did last time, but. Remember mean, last time, like one of the last times he played. Yeah, but at, the Ravens do have a good D. I expect them to play this team hard
1: in a really bad team. They're easily one of the top, They're easily one of the top plays. Yeah, how about a survivor pool? You taking the Ravens in a survivor pool this week? I think I like the Lions better this week against the Jets. Against the Jets, okay.
0: I feel better about the Lions' ability and the Jets' suckiness. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm right. going to take them, especially in a week we don't know what. Teams are. Sp- oh, speaking of the Ravens, did you hear Florio pick them as a Super Bowl pick? No. Yeah, dude, he did. I was watching this morning, and he he picked the he picked Ravens Rams. I want to oh say it was. My God. <laughs> that's
1: crazy. Insane. Like, dude.
0: You're. Well, That's not just crazy. That's stupid.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's no way. There's no way Flacco's was going back to another Super Bowl. I would put my whole life savings on that. Uh. All right. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. That Sunday one o'clock game again. We talked about the. Possible torrential downpour in that game. Um, Roethlisberger at Cleveland last year, 24, 36, 263 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. So, Pat, are you taking Ben or Russell Wilson at mile high, Denver? I think, I mean, again, we not know how really hard great. it's been for quarterbacks to play there in the past. I
0: think I would, I mean, if it ends up being a clear day, I mean, which is 0% chance according to the weatherman, take that how you will, <laughs> uh, it'd be close. I still think it would I'd lean Ben. But just because I think it's going to be patchy rain, because I actually got to drive through it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that Russell Russell Wilson scares me now, especially against Denver. They've got a fast defense, they've got a really good defense, the great pass rush. He's, he doesn't have a great line, yep. and Baldwin isn't 100%. So give me Ben.
1: Okay. I might take Ben in that too, actually. I think I would lean Ben over Russ uh, with the Seahawks playing at Denver. Is James Conner a top 15 running back this week?
0: Oh, yeah. I think he probably would land somewhere like actually, 14, 12. And actually, I think right? I had
1: made these notes yesterday when we were still thinking if Ben Bell might show up. Uh, so I think that's probably an easy one. Yeah, Bell, even if Bell shows Connor, up
0: Saturday, I think
1: they're not going to give him they're many, not many gonna, carries, no, no. if any at all. He's, he's probably not going to play yeah. without a game plan. I think
0: Saturday is the big day. If he doesn't show up Saturday, you really should start thinking that Connor might be seeing four games at least. Why Saturday? Just because of what, like, if he doesn't show Saturday, what's the difference between a two-week holdout and, like, this is when I really start taking seriously. Because if he yeah. shows up Saturday, he gets paid for the Sunday game. So if he starts missing Saturday, I mean, there's nothing the Steelers can do at this point. Right. We can't pay him more money. We can, we, if we trade him. No, They can't sign him to a long-term deal until the start of next year. I mean, maybe they trade him, but right. if they if he is going to skip week one, why not just skip a ton of weeks?
1: Yeah. Yeah, huh, that's fair. He's losing what 800k a week, 800k a game, or something like I mean, that. I got a lot of money Latcher, a I think bit. he's
0: probably okay.
1: Yeah, he's probably all right. Okay. Um, let's see here. You taking James Conner over Alex Collins versus the Bills? Uh huh. How about over Derrick Henry versus oh, the Dolphins? Yeah. You taking him over both those I guys? Would. I really would. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. Are you told I take him over segment. a guy? Yeah,
0: Henry scares me. We don't know how his workload's going to be.
1: And you don't like Alex Collins. And I don't like Alex Collins. Alex and Collins might get that 20. He should get 20 carries, though. Them,
0: the Buffalo's defense what's got what got them the playoffs last year. So I don't wow. think they're... I mean, you hear Buffalo and you're like, oh, Buffalo. They're terrible. I mean, their <laughs> offense is terrible. Their defense is probably middle of the road, if not a little above average. Yeah. So, and, and they've always, I feel like, had a pretty good run defense. So,
1: okay. like I said, I think they could probably beat them in the air. So... I don't know. All right, which... I would definitely take uh, Connor here. Which running back from this game do you think has the best game? Connor, Hyde, or uh, Duke Johnson?
0: (sighs) Whew. I like Hyde this week. Honestly, I don't think the Steelers have fixed their linebacking woes. Coming from a a Homer Homer fan. No, he could
1: easily have about five and a half yards per carry. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. And you know, there's another one of my probably starts of the week here in this this game that I'll talk about a little later. Okay. Um, But... Another do you link. want to talk about him now? Yeah, I, I think Njoku gonna... is a really good play this week. I know, that, I know that we haven't seen him do it yet, but if he's going to break out, here is the time. We do not, the Steelers do not have a linebacker to cover him. And I don't think Morgan Rennett's the greatest cover in the game, and neither is Sean Davis. Unless they put Tremaine Edmonds or Terrell Edmonds out there and uh, he ends up being amazing, there's nobody there to cover Njoku. Yeah. And Josh Gordon might not might not see that many snaps. He's sounds like he might be on a pitch count.
1: Yep, that's the way that uh, the coaching staff is making it seem that he might be on a little bit of a pitch count.
0: And the Steelers, I mean, Artie Burns and, and uh, Joe Hayden aren't terrible corners. So I, no. to me, I think that Najoku could really break out here and have a lot and just own the middle of the field and this could be his game
1: i could see that happening now one one little stat here to maybe go against that a little bit now i looked at some numbers from last year and even when when shazier was hurt uh the one outlier was the patriots game when gronk absolutely owned everybody at that that sunday afternoon game last year that we all remember um and would like to forget but the Steelers allowed just 9.3 points per game that was fourth best And more than six receptions, just twice to tight ends in 2017. I would
0: like to know who those tight ends were that they saw after the Shazier injury.
1: Yeah, I because I think it's more. I I think
0: that is more a a factor of them having a very easy tight end schedule than anything. And once Gronk, a guy like Gronk came in, just exploited the crap out of him. I think that. I don't
1: think we have a a It is a weakness. It is a weakness, no question. All right, let's look at Cincinnati at Indianapolis, the Colts allowed 180 180 receptions to opposing receivers last year. That was 12th best in the league, but they allowed the fifth most yards to opposing receivers. They allowed 14, over 14 and a half yards per catch to opposing wide receivers. That's one of the worst in the league.
0: Yeah, that's
1: wild. Uh, so my bold prediction for this game, AJ Green, eight catches, 160 yards and a touchdown. He's gonna have a monster, monster game at Indianapolis this week. I'm putting that on the board. That is going to happen. A.J. Green, big game. Uh, The Bengals, they allowed the fifth most receptions to tight ends last season, while the Colts allowed the fourth most tight ends uh, to, or fourth most touchdowns to opposing tight ends. So how about we rank the tight ends from this game, Pat? How about Tyler Eifert, Jack Doyle, Eric Ebron? Rank those three guys one through three.
0: For me, I think Eifert and Doyle will be very close to, for... Uh, with each other, I'd probably go Eifert, Doyle, Ebron, just because I think Eifert has we think a little we, bit more of a chance to
1: score a I think touchdown. We both both probably agree that Ebron's more of a distant third at yeah, this and point. Until he we really see intrigues something. me. He really does. He, does, he yeah.
0: could really carve himself out a role here, but we've never seen him do it. Yeah, never seen him do it. So that that I would just let him be on the waiver wire for now, and if you see him explode this first week, then. Yeah, Adam, if you need him. But
1: I liked what I saw from him a little bit in the preseason, but I'd just like to see it more. You know, obviously in the in the regular mm-hmm. season and consistent. But
0: honestly, I'm starting everybody I can from this game. The over under in Vegas is 48, so wow. the, yeah. they, this should be a shootout. They don't have the, the the Bengals don't have perfect so and they've really struggled in years of, in games yep. that they don't have perfect I And mean, what they know? and they let George and they miss him a lot. Go.
1: They let George Ilok mm-hmm. go. The starting safety. Mm-hmm. He went to the Vikings.
0: It's this could be a huge shootout. So I even Andy Andy Dalton might not be a bad start this week
1: if you're hurting. He's the a great streamer. He might be the one of the best, uh, honestly. So let's look at some true or false questions. How about Joe Mixon true or false will have 100 yards rushing?
0: I'm gonna say true. Okay. I'm gonna say true. Give it give it to him. And if he doesn't have 100 yards rushing, I can I will bet you that he has at least 100 yards total.
1: Okay. How about over under 20 total carries for Joe Mixon? I think he'd get over that. Over?
0: Uh, Yeah, I'd say he's probably right around 20. That's a good number. Yeah, Because I'm just thinking also Geo is going to get his, you know that.
1: He'll have a few. He'll have four or five. Yeah. Maybe six carries. It's just
0: going to be interesting to see how they use Geo. If they continue to use him as they usually do. Yeah. Or if they give Mixon a little more room to to breathe.
1: Yeah. Uh, True or false, Jordan Wilkins will get 15 carries this week.
0: I'm going to say false
1: all right. I think he gets think something
0: he, close to that, but I don't know if he'll get that.
1: Maybe like 12 or 13, mm-hmm. somewhere closer to that. Yeah, we, we could see Christian Michael steal eight or nine carries. Mm-hmm. Um, it's totally possible. Okay, let's move to Tennessee at Miami. Uh, Jay Ajayi or Derrick Henry in this game?
0: I'm going to say Ajay is going to be pretty hard. To I just said there. Jay yeah. because
1: he doesn't play. Yeah. Why did I say Jay Because <laughs> I wrote it down here. Thinking that he still plays. I think for I think Henry Dolphins. is definitely gonna get more carries. <laughs> you think okay. It's gonna be hard for J uh, to beat him. I yeah. like his ability, but I totally meant Kenyon Drake or Derrick Henry. I, I would, don't know why I wrote that. I think Henry will get Jay more Derrick. carries for sure.
0: Um I think I'd probably take Henry out of all of them. Most
1: fantasy points, Henry we,
0: Yeah. Kenyon Drake's interesting. In a PPR in a PPR. In a PPR league. PPR, I think he. I would probably take Kenny Drake.
1: Okay. In a, half, Henry Drake. On, in a half point and a non. It's probably Henry. I would take Henry. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's gonna. I think it's gonna be close. These are guys would be close in my ranks. Um, but uh, yeah, I would. Uh, I probably take. I think it depends. I if I if I I would really have to look at my roster and see. Hey, do I need a kind of guy with more boom bust or a guy that I think will just get me my points?
1: You think boom yeah. bust is Drake? Is Drake. And then and, more and, stability, and, yeah. maybe 20 carries, is mm-hmm. uh, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, yeah. How do you think this game's going to go? I mean, do you think Tennessee can kind of control Tennessee the clock wins. in this
0: one? I think Tennessee, Tennessee wins. I think Because I a think that has something overall. to do with it. Yeah.
1: If they can control the clock, keep it close, have the lead in the fourth quarter, I think maybe Derrick Henry just... Honestly, they give seven, eight this offense it might
0: be one of the biggest things I'm looking forward to watching this weekend because I have no idea how this offense is going to be. They really could go multiple ways. Like, they have a lot of good receiving options, you know, and they what? also have a really good, two good running backs. So I, they honestly could be a ground and pound team. They can, they can air it out
1: a little more. Just you know, if Mark, if Mariota is
0: ready to take that step, but
1: okay, will be an interesting offense. To let's watch. talk about a guy we talked about earlier, Corey Davis. Corey Davis will have blank catches on sunday
0: oh man you're gonna put it on me like that (laughs) i'm gonna say he has six catches
1: okay does he go over 80 yards receiving no but he has a touchdown all right so six and 70 and a touchdown how about that six for 60 six for 70 i
0: feel like he's probably gonna make me look stupid but yeah probably one way Marcus Mariotti will yeah. make you look stupid. One of these would Corey Davis. I feel like Corey Davis is either going to go off or he's going to not do anything.
1: Yeah, that could be. Kenny Stills will have blank catches in this game.
0: Kenny Stills will have five catches. Okay, I think he'll be solid
1: play. Okay. He always gives you that opportunity has. to just hit that big one down. Yeah, the if,
0: field you have, too. if you don't, have, if you don't have really anybody, I don't know if I would start him as my flex right now. I just kind of want to see how that offense
1: ends up using them. But I think he's not a bad play. Yeah. I mean, would you start... You would probably start Nelson Aguilar over Kenny Stills. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's the only... Sure. Yeah. I think I would for... No, for definitely. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Kenny Stills over Calvin Ridley or DJ Moore? i probably take... I'd probably take Stills. Okay. All right. DJ Moore's a hard one. I Who do they play? Carolina. Look it up real quick, because I didn't get on to the NFC games super... Uh, a whole lot yet um oh they play dallas that's i think that's at is that at carolina that's at carolina okay i think i'll still go stills okay all right titans allowed the fifth most touchdowns to wide receivers last year 17 the dolphins allowed the most fantasy points to opposing tight ends uh, in PPR in 2017, and the second most touchdowns, 10. That was Chase saying. Yeah, that was. Step. Bless you, Chase. God bless you. Yeah. Pat's dog is laying here yeah. next to us, uh, listening to the podcast. So that's what you probably just heard. Um, but yeah, so like I said, the, the, the Dolphins have been very um, susceptible to the tight end in PPR. They mo- allowed the most points, second most touchdowns with 10. Um, so Delaney Walker could be somebody that is a top five tight really end this don't,
0: week. I mean, I liked his, I liked him this kind of this year a lot more than most people. I didn't get any of his shares just because I ended up going a lot later at tight end than that area. But this looks like a think great think matchup. Yeah, I don't think he's, I think he's going to again be a top five tight end. You right think? at five, I would bet he's five or six at the end of the year.
1: Really, I d- I think he'll be more like eight or nine, but. Uh, I think that age maybe starts to 34 years old. Maybe starts to catch up with him just a little bit.
0: I mean, we saw Gates pretty last. Pretty, That's true, and he's still time. there. Yeah, and Delaney Walker. He he didn't really get his start until later. So, yeah.
1: Okay, Houston at New England Sunday, another one o'clock game. Over or under ten targets for DeAndre Hopkins? Over. Over.
0: Over. I think this is another. This could be another shootout, man. Let's see what does Vegas have this line at. I think this is another one that could be really high.
1: So while you're looking that up, the Texans allowed the third most receiving touchdowns to opposing wide receivers last year, 18. Uh, so Chris Hogan could be a really nice play this week. What 51. is it? Fi- 51. 51.
0: Right,
1: so that's going to be another one. Yeah, that's going to be a
0: high score. I think Chris Hogan is almost a lock and loaded, you got to start him. I think he's probably my top flex option. He probably could start over a lot of number two wide receivers. I don't see any way that he doesn't get a ton of work this, today. So Chris
1: Hogan or Tyreek Hill at the Chargers? Tyreek Hill, really? Yeah, at at L.A. I That's just a don't tough think. I, don't, I think that they and I think the what's his name? Their are top corner. You oh, um, yeah. He just.
0: They've got a really good corner there. That I Jason think is, Barrett. Jason tore he, Torres he didn't he? Didn't
1: he? Achilles. Yeah, they
0: have another one.
1: Um. Yeah, ca- camera or uh. Oh my gosh, this I is killing started, me right now. Can yeah, you look it up real quick? Yeah. But I think that
0: um, I think that Tyree Kill is one of those guys that if he gets boost, he 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 breaks loose, he's going to get a big play. I think he's just yeah. going to do it pretty pretty regularly. And Sammy Watkins will probably be the one that gets the more traditional corner on on yeah. him. So okay. I think you find ways to get Tyree Kill the ball, and he'll make his plays. But yeah. I Corey Davis is right there, I, and that's pretty
1: high for me. Are you starting Rex Burkhead? I this mean, not week? Corey Davis? Uh, uh, Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan. Yeah, are you starting Rex Burkhead this week? He, they said they might ease him into things with he, the knee.
0: Oh, he's another one of those guys that I personally want to stay him. away
1: from the Patriots backfield this week.
0: I have a really hard starting uh, I have a really hard decision in, in our league, like our our regular home league. I have I have to decide between uh
1: Burkhead and Sterling Shepard. It just came to me, it's Casey Hayward. Casey Hayward. Casey They're Hayward home. just came to me. Um is the other starting cornerback for uh, the chargers um, i feel like
0: i have to start burkhead in that situation with sterling Shepard going up against jacksonville but
1: yeah you would, i
0: don't feel comfortable doing it
1: okay you would start rex burkhead we'd start rex burkhead over like you wouldn't take the chance of carry on johnson right
0: no i'd go burkhead
1: okay all right uh kansas city is at la that's a late uh, sunday game 405 um, not a whole lot I wanted to talk about with this game. you know. I think that Gordon figures to have the better matchup with Kansas City. They gave up big chunks in the running game last year. Um, but I think Hunt should be fine too. I think both of these guys get you know, their, their normal workload. They're going to get their workload. Should yeah, be fine. Get... Top 7, 8 backs. I think Gordon's probably more of a top 5 back. Uh, had a little yeah. bit better of a situation this weekend than Kareem Hunt. How about Mike Williams? Over or under 40% of the team's offensive snaps this Ooh, weekend. I know that sounds kind of... snaps. I know that sounds low. I think over. I think over. You think over? You think he gets half? I think he ends more? up being the number two wide receiver. So they have Tyrell Williams listed as the number two right now. He's, he's third on the depth chart
0: hmm.
1: on the outside.
0: That's a good question. In Am two I, wide might...
1: receiver sets, they're going to play Allen and Tyrell Williams.
0: Yeah. Forty might be a good number. There. Might be. I'm gonna say he gets like forty-two.
1: Okay. All right. I'll say he's right around that number. I'm gonna go under.
0: It's probably. I'm probably thinking too like. But we'll a little see. Bit too much. I think. Yeah. Maybe more like
1: thirty-seven. Like, do you think if they 30, have seventy 30. offensive snaps, he plays thirty?
0: I'm just trying to think because I'm. I'm always like I'm kind of sitting here th- assuming that they're always gonna have two wide receivers on the field. Right. But they're not. They're going to definitely not. have plays we are going to be... In, and they're going to have sets. Travis Benjamin on the field, too. Yeah. But I'm going to say under. Okay. I'm going to say under.
1: Under 40% for Mike Williams' uh, offensive snaps this Sunday. Seattle's at Denver, 425 kickoff. How do you think Case Keenum's going to fare in his first start for the Broncos?
0: I think he'll play well. I honestly like him this year. I think that he really brings up all of those offensive weapons there. Now, Royce Freeman is getting way too much love for me, but... Um, in I a, think that that uh, there'll be a better offense in of like
1: in general this year. Okay, how about in a streaming situation? Are you, are you taking Case Keenum in a stream? Probably not over Andy Dalton, but it might not. What about what about I that Washington? Think Air? I think I feel icky doing it, but it probably won't
0: end up bad for you.
1: How about in that? Let's look at the Washington Arizona game. So you have Alex Smith and Sam Bradford. Would you take Case Keenum over any of those guys? Against Seattle, Washington, and at Arizona, uh,
0: that's. I wouldn't take. Uh, I might take Bradford. I don't think I would take Alex Smith against Washington against Arizona just because that defense is good. I don't think he'll turn the ball over. I just don't yeah. think he'll have much room to work
1: with there. First game, yeah, yeah.
0: That's... I like I said, I don't would not want to start Case Keenum. He'd probably be more like a fourteenth, like. Fifth sixteenth quarterback on my list. Like mm-hmm. I, I'd look for a guy like Dalton over over a guy like Keenum, but I don't think he'll have a bad game.
1: I think he'll do okay. I could see him throwing two or three yeah. touchdowns, even maybe. I just wouldn't. I mean, it just. Um, I would
0: look at my roster and just feel. Ugh,
1: yeah, if I had Case
0: Keenum as my starting quarterback. Right. right that, now, that's but,
1: not. Yeah, we're not recommending that yeah. or anything. Which Broncos receiver do you think is going to have the better game here, Sanders or Thomas? That's hard because I really like Thomas up.
0: at the start of the year. But Emmanuel Sanders just grown on me as it gone on, just because thinking about how what kind of quarterback he is. But then again, it could have been the offense. So the offense that the that uh, Minnesota is running. But I don't know. I just like think Demarius Thomas is a better wide receiver, and he has a lot more ability than Emmanuel Sanders. I'm gonna say Demarius, but I don't. It's close. Okay, it's over me.
1: over or under 18 total touches for Chris Carson? Probably right or,
0: oh, that's another good you pull out some really <laughs> good numbers today i'm gonna say over but it, it really i i'm gonna say over because i don't think it's gonna be a high scoring game okay but if that if the this gets away from him i could easily see them i'm I gonna say know what that offense is gonna do I'm,
1: I'm gonna say over i'm gonna say chris carson carries the ball either 16 or 17 times and catches three passes and just okay. gets over okay i just
0: what else are they going to try to do? I mean, unless they have some wide receiver under wraps, so we don't... That,
1: I mean, you have Jeron Brown there. We have Brandon Marshall. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler Lockett's still there. That's the biggest mm-hmm. question, is which one of those guys outside of Baldwin's going to step mm-hmm. up?
0: You know, another another name to watch out for is this Nick Vanette. Nick Vanette
1: is somebody... Nick Vanette is a
0: guy to... I mean, I would not start him right now. No. Unless you're in like a 16-team league, and there's a bunch of teams with two tight ends before you took yours, but... yeah. He's got to watch out for. If he breaks out this week, if you see he has a decent, you know, four catches, a couple end zone targets, five catches, you know, he could, he could be a guy that gets a lot of work just because there's nobody else there.
1: Yeah, so keep an eye out outside of Doug Baldwin this week, who gets work in the Seattle offense in the passing game, and also keep an eye on Doug Baldwin's knee to see how he holds up. Uh, you know especially for the rest of the season okay let's move on to the very last game here we're at about 51 52 minutes on the podcast so I'm gonna wrap this thing up LA Rams at the Oakland Raiders Monday night ten twenty. that's the second game of the Monday night to kick off the season and uh, let's just have an open discussion here Pat anything that you're anything big you're looking forward to in this game Rams at Raiders
0: honestly I think I would try to I would rev up all my Rams and Fade all my Oakland guys because that that Rams defense is no joke. Could be really, this really, could, be could be really, really bad. I think this is going to be the biggest blowout of the week. <laughs> yeah. I really, I honestly like the Rams. If I, had to, if I, they're my Super Bowl
1: pick. Do you think this could be like a thirty-five to ten game? It could be. It could be really bad. That defense yeah. is
0: crazy, and I really like this offense to keep going at its
1: pace. Yeah. Last year, I mean,
0: I mean, I think Goff is a good service of quarterback. They have a lot of weapons there and Gurley is just a, a a monster.
1: Isn't it crazy that 2 years ago we thought Goff was going to be maybe a huge bust mm-hmm. as a t- as yeah. you know what was, was he drafted first or second overall? He went first. First overall. First,
0: first went and then the then the Browns traded back and Eagles took Wentz.
1: That's right. That's right. We thought Goff was going to be a huge bust and now to fast forward 2 years later and they look like one of the best. Yeah. F- this, that or was or a quarterback class just entirely. like hmm, I don't know, we don't really care for yeah. of
0: these guys. Could be okay. But
1: the Rams just had to get Jeff Fisher out of there, and yeah, now things key. have turned around for them. Uh, my biggest question from this game I have two things that I'm looking at very closely. How is Brandon Cooks going to fit into the Rams offense? Uh, and two, will the real Amari Cooper please stand up? Yeah, that's huge. And you know,
0: I have two things that I'm going to watch for this game. How much usage does Cooper Cup get? He's another one of my guys. I think this guy's gonna have a good year. I think he's going to be the new age Crabtree that gets just okay. gets your targets and and can get a lot of touchdowns too. What I think he had like the, the he had one of the highest red zone targets in the league last year. I want to say it
1: was like top three. Are we are you thinking a thousand yards this year for Cooper Cup? Or are we thinking more? He gets <sighs> just gets his I think production gets a lot from of the touchdowns.
0: I think he could be he could be looking around a thousand. You kick around that area, but yeah. I think he's gonna get a lot of touchdowns, Eight touchdowns, a touchdowns lot of maybe. Targets. Yeah, that guy over the middle of the field, and the other thing I want to watch out for is Jory Nelson. I I don't like him this year, but honestly, th- he's the one of the biggest guys. I'm like, you watch him just come out and blow up, and just have you know he was recovering from an injury last year, and just la- and this year he just goes back to his old form for another year. Yeah, that'd be something like else. A, like a Larry Fitzgerald type rebirth. You remember how? Remember when Larry was starting to get older? And yeah, he was we thought he years? We
1: thought he was done. And then all of a sudden, the last three years, bang, 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 100 catches all three years. You know,
0: this offense is going to be another thing that's interesting to watch. How Gruden just absolutely
1: ruins it. Yeah. <laughs> there are, are just a lot of uh, question marks on the Oakland side. I think more so than the Rams side for sure. One more thing I want to say:
0: stash Doug Martin on D- Doug Martin on your on your bench. Don't
1: listen to that advice at all. And especially if you the are the you Mar- have the Marshawn Lynch. Advice. Please put him on your bench. <laughs> Pat has uh, just a thing for doug martin and getting him on his team i don't buy it i just
0: i think he's i we don't know how this this uh this uh split is going to be i can see it being them both getting used and eventually whoever ends up looking good ends up taking that backfield and marshall lynch getting older doug martin's not a young buck himself but he's had good years when he's been motivated maybe you know he woke up on the right side of bed
1: season. (laughs) maybe Maybe. We'll see what happens there. And
0: if he's not, you just cut him first week.
1: Yeah. Well, hey, uh, two guys on the Oakland sideline that I wasn't ha- I wasn't thrilled I didn't get any shares of were Jordy Nelson and, I got, and Marshawn Lynch. Uh, I got Marshawn Lynch about. drafted
0: I felt, oh, it was disgusting. Uh, I looked back at him and I'm like, no!
1: Yeah. How did I miss that? That's, that's nasty. That it is was nasty. Very nasty. Not... It left a nasty feeling in my mouth. Yeah. You should have taken a shot of tequila or something I immediately did. after that. Probably didn't did it and I didn't probably, remember, yeah. or you took the shot at tequila before and then you didn't realize it and you accidentally auto. No, I love
0: uh, tequila is amazing. So <laughs> I, uh, that is my stuff.
1: Right, I'm saying you took it before and then you auto drafted Marshawn Lynch, so you took another shot. To I would have had to, to put the pain away. Shot, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's how it went. All right, guys. Well, hey, we, Pat and I are off to drink some beer and get ready for Thursday oh, night man. football. It's football season. Yes! Falcons at Eagles tonight. 8-20 kickoff, I'll take. I believe. So Who we're wins? I'm gonna go uh Falcons 24-20. I like it. I'm gonna go Falcons 17-10. Falcons 17-10, Falcons 24-20. Those are our picks for tonight. Enjoy the football tonight, everybody. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll be on for another podcast tomorrow to preseason all of the NFC home games. Until then, have a great night. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.